right, welcome. Uh, which wait? No, it's the other version of the show. Because I was going to do welcome. Oh wait, is it welcome back? I don't remember how I start mm. these things anymore. Welcome to the show. Uh, welcome to the show. My name is Matthew. Are we sticking with that one? Oh. Do you want? Do you want me to do another take? <laughs> sure. Welcome to the show. My name is Matthew. Matt. And I'm Alexis. Uh, and we're here today to talk about the final episode of Loki season one. I don't know the question name mark? of the episode. Question, question mark? I'm pretty sure Dave said that they want to make it a second season. I, I think this one wasn't a miniseries. So yeah. yeah, I think it's just the end of season one. It seems like it would Loki. work really well as a miniseries though. And then you see that it's like, oh my God, it's the clock person. And then it ends. The clock person? Yeah. The, the, the timekeepery clock person. It's that. Okay. It was them the whole time. I mean, that's probably who it's going to be. The, the clock evil. It's the evil clock person. Yeah. But like, then you just reveal that oh and then God. you're done. The villain is Miss Minutes. I mean, Honestly, probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> or it's or it's or it's Julia Louis Dreyfus. Clockstro or something like that. Clockstro. I like it. If you had to name a clock-themed villain, or sorry, you have a clock-themed villain named Clockstro. Like, what is their? What do they actually do? What is their? Oh, what do they do? We're not coming up yeah. with more pun names. They control time. It's a giant chicken named 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 Clockadoodle Do, that's controlling all of this. That's a pretty good one. That is a good one. Yeah. Um, Giant castle. You gave up on Doom Patrol, right, Matt? Uh, very quickly, yes. That's unfortunate. Um, actually, not very quickly. What happened that day? (laughs) I was basically like dead that day. I don't remember why. I was either sick or something. But I was like lying in bed for the entire day and just watched like six or seven episodes of Doom Patrol. And I wasn't really enjoying it. It was just on. And it, I, I existed in its presence. Well, if you had gotten to season two, you Definitely would have met the that. evil Dr. Time. Uh, he wears a, a clock face and he travels through time. Uh, and I he loves gathered. disco. Loves disco. Yeah, it was a good episode. Is there a reason he loves disco? Or is it just like... I think that he, he's from the disco era. And so he was trapping people in like a time vortex. In, in eternal disco? <laughs> do disco, yeah. That's right. Something. Doom Patrol was great. Uh, I, I fucking loved the Doom it, Patrol. I didn't really vibe with it at all. Too um, weird for Matt. I mean... For some reason, last night when I was going to bed, I started watching whatever I fucking I wish you would leave again or whatever the hell it is. I started watching I that. And I, I think you should find. I keep watching that and I'm like, this has moments, but it's just like the same bit over and over again. It's this fucking dude is fucking weird. And that's the bit repeatedly. So I was like, I kind of. I mean, yeah, that's. The concept of the show is he's trying to find awkward situations that normally would end because someone would excuse themselves from it, 
but what if the character in the awkward situation kept trying to push through it? So that's why in the ones that like, have you seen any of I Think You Should Leave, Alexis? I can't remember. There's that one that was a, made the rounds when the show first launched of like the woman who was text or he, she was trying to post a photo of her and her friends eating. I absolutely oh, adore oh. that bit. But that's, that is the, the idea of the show. Like it's an awkward situation. She didn't know what to tag her friends with. So she just keeps trying to go through it and making it worse and worse and worse. Whereas in an, a normal person would have just like excused themselves and be like, oh, I'm sorry. So that's, that's why when you watch the show, you're like, yeah, it's the same guy or the same group of people consistently doing weird things. And it just gets weirder and weirder and more uncomfortable is yeah. because they're not ending the scenario. They're just right. I'm just not, through. I think I'm just not so. generally not into it. I mean, that's like, fine. I think I'm still, I'm still watching it. Hilarious, but it, it had its moment. Like that was the obvious highlight was that bit. My favorite season one bit is the, I don't know if you've seen it. It's the one where they record the song. Oh, um, the one with the bones or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've seen The night it. that the skeletons came to life. I don't fucking get it. That one was my favorite. I do not. Especially because they're like, we kind of liked what Johnny was doing. And he's like, well, Johnny me or, or Johnny him? And they're like, is your name Johnny? And he's like, no, that's why I'm so fucking confused. That just. That line just kills it's, me. I don't. It's so. So they're gonna Pretty go sure and they said they wanted spooky. So they're gonna go and they're gonna go to the fucking time castle and they're gonna find the time guy or like yes. your entity. Time, then, the time person. And then there's person. there's allegedly gonna be more show after this, which doesn't seem to make sense. So clearly they do not foil the time person. They either foil the time person. Or they don't foil the time person and they become the time people. It's kind of the only way I see this going. What? What? Because otherwise, prefer? you don't have a show. Because you were saying on the post show of episode five, you want the loop to close somehow. Yeah, I do. Um, but if the if the loop closes right now, I think the loop needs to close by the end of this show, not necessarily this episode. Because, like, if you end the loop now, there's no television show. Like, like what, like what, what's the, is the show just them continually trying to go back to the void and take down the time person because they don't take down the time person? Because that seems annoying and boring. Well, well I mean, what if uh, theoretically, what if, what if Loki season two is just like, it's just a completely different story? It's not time travel, it's something else that involves Loki in the same way that, like, you know, the first Thor movie, it, it has its own plot. The second Thor movie has its own plot. Like, what if instead of doing Loki movies, they're just doing Loki seasons that are individual arcs? Like, would you be fine with that? Sure. I know you wouldn't like it, but, like, would you be fine with it? Whatever. Fine. Okay. But, like... He's fucking dead, so they can't do anything else. I mean, they can do uh, side hijinks. As long as he doesn't interact with the main, I mean, they killed off Coulson and then they made a seven-season show with Coulson. Yeah, but in the past, no. What? No, it, the Agents of Shield show happened at the same time as everything else. It wasn't in the past. 
What? What but he was clear. All of it. So he was dead, but then they, but concurrently was alive in the show. They resurrected him. Fuck that. I assumed it was in the past because he was alive. That's fucking stupid as shit. No, and then uh, he was alive. He was resurrected, and there was a whole like the mystery. That's so goddamn. How did they resurrect him? So they they talked about that as the the central first season plot. It wasn't a good show. It's, it was a reason why we never forced you to watch it. It doesn't. I didn't even bother watching it either. <laughs> it it adds very little. Like the dark hold that appeared in Wandavision initially appeared in season. It seems like it. It, it seems like it takes way more than it gives. Yes. Um, the only thing was. Uh, they they like did. Like, they tried at first, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they tried to have, like, crossover episodes. So, like, when Thor The Dark World came out, there was an event that happened in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. When Captain America Winter Soldier came out, like, at the same time, S.H.I.E.L.D. was destroyed and reviewed, like, which members of the team were Hydra. Like, they tried to do those kind of things. And then in one of the seasons, whenever Agents of Ultron came out, it was like there was a scene where Coulson meets with Nick Fury and is like, I've got you. I, I, I'm going to hook you up with something. And then that was Nick Fury showing up in the helicarrier at the end of Agents of Ultron. Sorry, Age of Ultron. So they, they, they did these really kind of like, you could ignore them crossover moments. Nice. But yes, he was alive again. That's dumb. Okay. I'd, okay. I assumed it just took place in the past, which is why he was, you know, breathing. Not that they fucking resurrected him after an aggressive stab. They did do an Agents of Carter show. Sorry, not Agent, just Agent Carter. Holy show. shit. <laughs> Too many words. Yeah. I I don't know. I sure. Like I I hope. I don't fucking care. Um Alexis, so it's let's, like, let's swing over. Let's yeah, please, over love of Christ, get off of me. What are what are your thoughts? What do you think is going on? Who's who's the who's in the castle? What are what are you thinking? It's Harry Potter. I'm gonna stick with that. It's gonna be a wizarding sort, wizardy wizard, doing wizardy things. We're gonna tie in more magical things because we don't have enough of it. I guess that's they're kind of showing that Loki's more magic than science too. I feel like we didn't get to see too much like Loki magic, but they're trying to showcase it more at this last minute now. Like Loki has magic; he can do the mind meld or whatever. So I'm uh, expecting them to introduce more magic characters because other than Wanda and Doctor Strange, there isn't really much, and I feel like that's going to tie more into time. And they're just going to set all the the multiverses out, and then that's going to be the big thing that causes the change in the MCU. So that's high level, I guess. What I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't have any expectations for specific like Marvel characters who will show up in the castle that I know of. I probably don't even know of them. So that's that was going to be my next question is if there was a Marvel character you were thinking was there specifically. Because there is one that I 
think is there, but yeah, I can, I can't think I can shut the fuck up about that. No one cares what I think. <laughs> um, but you think it's you think the answer is going to be more magic than sci-fi once the door opens and we we learn more about who's behind the scenes. I feel like that's the way it's looked in the past episode. It's like, oh, you have to magic the, you know, Cerberus of this thing, and then opens in the, in the dust of this things is the magical castle. Like that all seems very fantasy and less sci-fi sciency. So I'm okay. expecting that that's the path that we're going to go down. But we'll what, what if it it's also the, seems uh... like opposed to the TVA, which seems much more sciency kind of thing, or the way they're functioning. So. I think it would be like a good balance to that. It's probably more magic-y. Someone trying to say I'm a bureaucrat when I'm actually just a wizard to come from like that. It's always bureaucrats and wizards. That's mm-hmm. what the world is made up of. Huh? Um, what if it's the, the, the dude that needed to borrow money from Dr. Strange to buy like a tuna salad sandwich? I don't eat. How do you remember that? I don't even remember, but that's what you remember. <laughs> it was the dude that was in like a little castle, castle thing and asked and asked to borrow money for a sandwich or something. Do you know what we're talking about? No. What? <laughs> you, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's the only other dude in like the, the, the Baron Mordo. I don't know who that is. Maybe. In, in, when guy? they're, when they're in, you're talking about, uh, Chewy Tail Ejiofor's character. Right? No, no, I'm not talking about Mordo. I'm talking about the other dude. Wong. Yeah, sure. Oh, I know what he's talking about. He's talking about Infinity War. Yeah, he, asks, he tries to like borrow money for, money for a sandwich the, or something. Yeah, before Hulk falls through. Yeah. About oh, the right. When they're in the Mysterium. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Don't worry. Okay. I, I remember that. Don't remember people dying. And like, oh my god! But one no, guy I trying to like, get money for a tuna sandwich. Wow. Yeah, I was, I, in my head, I'm playing through the entire movie of Doctor Strange and be like, "What tuna sandwich?" But yeah, this fucker doesn't remember goddamn uh, uh, anything. Like I, for, I, for, I forgot. Huge character in a movie that he liked, but he doesn't remember. But he doesn't. <laughs> Matt, I want this is being recorded. This is going out live to everybody. I just, I love you, man. You're you're this you're a live character. I I wish I could explain how my brain works. <laughs> I I really do. Um, I don't I don't get it. But like I didn't half the things that we've seen like recent Marvel shit has been one of the characters is already dead, and I didn't remember it until midway through. And and that's that's where I'm at with all of this shit at this point. Yeah, it's bizarre as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't but I mean I don't even like tuna. I do. I I like tuna. Why do I remember that? Too much tuna, but I like Well tuna. not you don't want you I want like to get, I don't like to get tuna. pranked. Pranked. <laughs> even mm. pranked. Um okay, so I will say uh, well just going off of like if we had predictions. One character I would love to see, but I really don't think that they would show up here, is Doctor Doom. I love Doctor Doom's character, and they haven't brought him into Marvel stuff. And so, if he was somehow tied to this, is that I the Fantastic Four dude? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I uh, Doctor Doom does famously live in a in a castle. 
uh, it's not at like the but end time. Yeah, but... it's in like Eastern Europe or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I mean I think it's possible. That's not my guess of who's who's in the castle. If we're going, I don't think so because I I but never I... yeah view Doctor Doom as like an actual like big bad who could control that much stuff. He's more like a loser. No, I think uh, I think Doctor Doom is a totally fair guess for two reasons. One, for better or for worse, the only thing we know about Phase Four is it like it seemingly ends, quote unquote, with the Fantastic Four movie. So, if all of this is leading to Fantastic, like they didn't announce like the new Avengers movie or anything like that right um so if everything is leading to fantastic four that's literally that's all we know phase four ends with fantastic four introducing a fantastic four concept now so that it could lead up to that film yeah i'd totally buy it right like i think dr doom is you know an a a tier villain that everybody Mm -hmm. would unite to want to defeat for some reason and you could do a fantastic four film around it that also features the avengers or whatever the fuck um if so that's the reason one why i think dr doom's a good answer two i think that uh there is a story there have been stories in which like dr doom has taken over reality taken over the earth taken over you know everything under the sun um secret wars was something that came out in the last 10 years where like dr doom rewrote reality and that was that's that's the story um so he was like rule of earth there's other stories where dr doom has become ruler of earth or, or whatever right so uh, it, it, if if it's dr doom in the castle i'll i'll be more than happy that that would make sense um See, i would like the idea but i think to throw him in at this point last minute would just be like there's no connecting dots that's why like i like the idea of him i'm here too yay but yeah i don't i don't think there's been if he is there and if he's the one behind it there's been like no lead up which would also really annoy me so like although i want him to like really come back and then to do a good job of like having him in this universe mm-hmm. i think i'd be more annoyed if they actually bring him in but at the same time i want him there do you think though that because we've had three fantastic four movies um he's i mean matt Matt can maybe you can clarify like is he recognizable enough that if dr doom shows up you'd be like oh yeah because of all those other movies or 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 whatever right like do you Um, need do you need a big grand reintroduction of the character or could we get away with like dr doom's first appearance is at the end of loki um, I would say almost nobody remembers any of those Fantastic Four movies. That's fair. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I remember Chris Evans being the Human Torch. I remember Jessica Alba being the other one. And I remember two other people also being there to make four. Oh, one of them was the, the was it fucking Michael Chiklis as the rock dude? The thing? Is that the thing? Chiklis. And then the stretchy guy, Mr. Fantastic was probably somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to remember that actor's name. George Clooners. It's pretty <laughs> it was close. Ian, uh, Ian Griffith. I still don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's he I-O-A-N really Griffith. And I don't know how you pronounce I-O-A-N. I think it's just Ian. 
I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's who that is. But I, I'd say Ian Griffith. The most, the most universal or the most recognizable implementation of Doctor Doom is pour one out, probably MF Doom. Because I remember there's an album cover with exactly with Doctor Doom. That's also why culturally the, the relevant mask. beyond just Marvel, so I think, people I, wouldn't recognize at least. I think more person. likely to recognize it, recognize it from that than. And honestly, if they introduce uh, Doctor Doom with MF Doom soundtrack, it would be pretty songs, fucking sick. Everyone would love that. It would that be would be fantastic. Sick. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you could probably get away with it to a degree, but I think it'd be hard to kind of stuff in I'm, there. I think it's hard for me because I'm also remembering like the moments where in Avengers this chair turns around and it's thanos and i'm like oh it's thanos and like you know the person behind me in the theater was like is that fucking hellboy um <laughs> and it's like now i think everybody knows who thanos is certainly um yeah i mean they had like 80 I, different you know, movies of build-up being like this guy's gonna matter eventually we promise <laughs> yeah like um i don't i don't know if 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 dr doom has the cachet to do the same thing without well, I, 18 I, I, movies I think what we're saying here, though, is that like, if you did introduce Doctor Doom, there would be more for people to go on than. You're right. Uh, so that's why you could conceivably get away with it. And I know uh, it, it it is a there's a a theory online. I think that I've seen it's like it's it's like one of three people, and there's the one that I was like, okay, yeah, yeah I think it's that person. So cool. Other people think it too. Doctor Doom was one of them, and then there was like a third kind of. I, there's in no world it would be this other character, but basically there's a superhero that is like a, has a split personality and their evil side was called the void. So people are like, oh, the void, it's going to be this character. I'm like, in literally no universe would it ever be this entry. So just throw that one out there. So I would say it, Dr. Doom, certainly, I think it's possible. Or it's this other character that I'm not going to mention just in case it is that character. And then I will reveal who I thought it was in the post show, if I'm wrong. Should write it down on a piece of paper now and secure it somewhere so we know you're not bullshitting. Write it down now, mail it to one of us, and Important. then we'll open it up on that day. Correct. Goodbye, stamps. I've got a notebook and tablet cleaning wipe. Can I write it on? <laughs> Can I write it on that? Sure. Me. Uh, do I have a pen? I don't think I have a pen. You definitely don't have a pen that's going to write on that fucking god awful <laughs> surface. I've got some some color. How about we could also we could also we could also just trust you, I suppose. Hmm. Seems like a lot. I was gonna say like write it on the back of your knee and then show us later. <laughs> Ask our producer to write it on the back of your knee because I don't even know how you would do that. Yeah, tattoo it on your tattoo it on your body. I found a pen. I've got a notebook right here next to me. I'm going to we're gonna oh, do upgraded. A ASMR. So you people can hear me. You guys hear the notebook? Yeah, maybe a little, perhaps a little too much. Yeah. I'm going to write. The pen's not working. We're going to try this again. Uh, ripped the, broke it. How am I so bad at this? Holy shit. This is good grade A content. <laughs> How the fuck can I not write with a pen? Okay. That's hard. You can do some content. While you do that, I will point out one thing that I thought of that if they do would really annoy me is if they make 
the person in the castle another Loki variant. Oh, <laughs> fuck. They're totally going to do that, aren't they? <laughs> oh, my God. That's totally going to be it. <laughs> if the only thing that survives here is Loki's, it's for sure going to be another fucking Loki. But and it's Loki be like- started this, and that's why it needs another two Lokis to stop a Loki. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> it's going to be like a Flavor Flav Loki with a giant clock around his neck. Oh, my. Can you guys just be a... writing on the piece of paper now? Yeah, yes. but it's just going to be a fucking Loki, so you can just cross <laughs> it out. No, I, I didn't. You can, you can see I wrote something, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. just another Loki, so you don't... I, to... I did not write another Loki. I know, but your, your guess is That's already wrong because it's another Loki, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. So your guess has been rendered irrelevant because now I'm angry. And that's why they can't stop them either because she can't do the mind thing on another Loki. On another Loki, so they're not going to be so they, yep. Oh my fucking head. I already figured it out. This <laughs> sucks. Fuck <laughs> this show. Well, alright. Now that we've done our ASMR and we've made Matt angry, I think we're we're good to go and watch the final episode. Oh, fuck. So we'll be back with either a very angry Matt or a slightly angry Matt. Because that's all we've gotten this fucking, this entire season. That's, yeah, those are my two faces. Hello, podcast listeners. We're the hosts of the DC3Cast. I'm Zach. I'm Vince. And I'm Brian. Each week, we discuss most of the new releases from DC Comics, focusing mainly on Rebirth, Wildstorm, and Young Animal. We also look at the news of the week, discuss the film and television adaptations of DC material, and dig into industry rumors. We've also had a number of DC creators on our show, like Scott Snyder, Jim Lee, Christopher Priest, Steve Orlando, and Joshua Williamson. So, if you like Borat jokes, no bad to end video impressions, this is bad, what the f***? And an in-depth look at DC each week, join us every Wednesday morning at multiversitycomics.com, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. Come get Jurgens with us. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm here. I've been prepping to get into fights with my two close friends, Alexis and Matt. So let's fucking let's have at it, guys. How are we feeling? It's all fucking dumb. Yeah, I think it it kind of ended up being like, I won't say it's 100% the worst case scenario because we at least aren't saying that the the man who remains or whatever they they name, I can't remember his name right now, isn't Loki. We're assuming that at least. Cool, so it's (laughs) just 95%. Yeah, exactly. The rest of it is what our worst case scenario was. They (laughs) remember earlier... They didn't. They didn't say the name. But remember, in the pre-show, you made me write down who the villain is. Yeah, is it him? Is oh. that was that Kang? No. Kang the Conqueror, baby. Is that actually who Kang? That was that is oh. actually really? yes, that was Kang the Conqueror. We will talk about it a little bit. He uh, he alludes to it because he never says his name. And to be fair, Kang's like hit like like captain america like kang's not his real name but he does say like i've gone by many names one of them he mentions is the the conqueror Conqueror. yes so that was my guess 
there were some clues early on in the show that Kang might be involved because technically Ravona Renslayer is a character that has had ties to Kang. When they did Eliath, that's when I was like, there's no other option because Eliath works for works for Kang. That's like the whole thing. So uh, once once they pulled out Eliath, I was like, okay, there's yeah. Um, I think uh, to be fair, you were you were like, it's probably another Loki, and I think there were a lot of people who were like, if you're thinking about the arc of the story, like another Loki would have made sense. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have liked that as much as I like it being Kang. Um, but yeah, that that to me that was that was the thing that kind of clinched it was that Kang had Kang has very famously had this thing work for him, <laughs> only for him that has literally had no other. Uh, importance in comics ever. So. I don't. It's fine. I All st- right. Well, I started, uh, I started, call, I started calling him yeah. Gambit because he said that's the Gambit. So I just started calling him Gambit. Okay. I don't know. Just sharing. Yeah. This all fucking sucks. Why Can does I, it suck? It literally does all of the things we didn't want it to do. Why, why? And ruins Owen Wilson. <laughs> I don't. Why does it ruin Owen Wilson? Because he didn't I say Kachow? Yes, because he didn't say Kachow. Why does it ruin Owen Wilson? Because like all of the all of the 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 the, the bro ship that happened prior to now is wiped clean, and now it's like Fifty First Dates, but with Owen Wilson and fucking Tom Hiddleston. Nobody wants to watch that movie. Actually, yeah, I, would I act, think I would very I much would enjoy actually, that. I would actually watch that movie. I lied. I don't think that ruins Owen Wilson oh. <laughs> as a person, as, as a human as a being, person, as, a human as being. an actor. He is a ruined person. Um. Well, look. Uh, before we get into your notes, like the very beginning of this, what did you guys want? You wanted Loki to change in some significant fashion, or and die. he did. Or, or preferably or just sure. be gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you wanted to see him actually grow as a character and have have us commit to that growth as a character, and we did. We absolutely did. Two, you wanted bonkers, weird, crazy sci-fi stuff. We got all the bonkers, crazy sci-fi stuff you could you could ever want, ever. Uh, Sylvie showed up. You guys wanted her to be interesting. Like I think even at, by the end, like there's a ton of interesting stuff you could. You could say about Sylvie, like this show, you're saying the show didn't give you what you want. It did one thing you don't like, and it gave you everything else you wanted over the course of the six episodes. So why is that one thing enough to overshadow? (laughs) I don't find Sylvie interesting. And also the multiverse just has such major repercussions for the rest of the cinematic universe that I think it overshadows (laughs) kind of the rest of the things going on here. Sure, but why why don't we have even just like that? Matt, I'm gonna start with you. Your whole thing is like I need a loop, I need a I need a close, I need this to just be like and it contained enough. Like mm-hmm. part of the problem here is when we did the first version of the cinematic universe, we watched 20 fucking films in a row, and you were just able to like absorb it all and, and you got through the shit that you didn't like quicker. You're fucking in it with us now. For whatever is 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 to come, maybe we'll talk about that. Um, but you personally, you have no faith that there's a direction or that there's somewhere that 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 
we're going with this, that there is a, a plan. And now your lack of faith is eroding Alexis's own. Nobody's saying I don't, nobody is saying I don't think they have a plan. Right. I'm not saying they're just like, oh, we'll just write this thing and we'll see where it goes. Like if you plan to drive your car off a cliff, you still have a plan. You're going to drive the car off a cliff and you succeed. So why are you so fine with a 20 movie plan about six rocks, but you're not okay with a plan that just involves variants or, or, or multiverse that involves infinite people and infinite timelines. Like, like there's a scale thing here that I feel like you're missing is like the scale of manipulating time and the scale of traversing through multiverses has significantly more implications. Like, how, how many timelines and, and universes have we dealt with until now? One. How many universes and timelines are we dealing with now? Infinity. Those are vastly different numbers. That's but why- you're still bothered. going to be focusing on one story told throughout however many movies Who this gives is. gives a fuck if it's one story? Like, Why does it matter to you what's happening in things that aren't being told? Because there's still, like, the fact that you open the gates that this exists, it means that stuff is still happening. Like it's happening somewhere. Everything's happening somewhere all the time. But it's not It's not part of the story we're, we're, just, we're just, watching. Just because it's not the hour and a half that somebody held a camera up to somebody else's face doesn't mean the other things aren't going on. So and the why does it matter? Because now you can put up with this shit with Rick and Morty. You can put up in this shit with Zelda. Have, I which cannot is have this conversation again. Way worse. Zelda dude, I, has the worst multiverse timeline I've ever seen. Dude, I can't, you're okay with it, but you I can't cannot strap have this in for a ride. I cannot do this again. We have done this infinite times. I cannot have this conversation again. The fact that everything in the past game, like past movies could be undone by what happens. Yes, it can. It literally cannot because there is a line. I looked this up. There is a line in Endgame where they specifically say everything that happened, happened. You cannot change the past. It only spirals out from this moment. Why? That's the rules that they set out in Endgame. It's it is a scene <laughs> that makes it that worse. specifically calls it out because the Avengers makes, traveled through time in that movie. That makes it worse. How does it make it worse? Your your problem is I I don't think you know they're going to change shit and they can't. Nothing can change. But she literally said she like. Are you saying that that was also just a, a lie from Miss Minutes then that she was just pulling their leg about putting putting him on the throne and him having the gauntlet and this that and the other was all of that just smoke and mirrors or was that a potential like. What do you mean? Miss Minute says like, hey, if you fuckers turn around now, I'll give you all the shit that you want. You saying that mm-hmm. that was it? So are we presuming that that is all smoke and mirrors as well? You could assume it's uh, smoke and mirrors or you could assume it's just a different branch from that moment in a, in a separate reality. I just don't. I, I... Like, have a throwaway line to cover your asses saying like, oh, why can't they mess with this? I don't know, because we just, because, That's how rules work. No, there's usually a basis for it. Like him saying, I only know what happened. Like, I'm only creating time until, oh, it was 10 seconds ago that I stopped creating time and knowing what was happening. Just that 10 seconds, because I really needed this plot to move along a little bit quicker. Mm -hmm. Dumb. Like, there's no basis for that. It's just because it's convenient. What's convenient? What do you mean? 
defend yourself. I don't think it's convenient at all. What's convenient? Uh, because the convenient piece here is he could just do this until infinity, but he can't because he has a timer running on him that he mm-hmm. doesn't mention until it's passed to then mm-hmm. give urgency to these two people to make very rash decisions, which they do. Mm-hmm. So that time constraint only existed for the sole purpose of accelerating this process. Oh, but he made that time constraint because he controls all of time. Fine. Like, okay. So you're answering your own questions then. Just because it's an answer doesn't mean it's a good answer. Like then he could have done this for, if, if he's sick of doing this shit, he could have done this ad infinitum with whoever the fuck he plucked off the street. There's no reason it should have been them. If, if he's controlling everything and seeing everything and knowing everything and paving the way for them to get to him, there's no reason for it to be them. Except there is a stated reason in the show. Is, is that look for me to say what that stated yeah, reason is? Obviously. Context the, the future version of this Kang states that the things that have led them to this moment, again, and I recognize these are things that you guys don't like, that there are worse versions of him out there. So this entire show where we've had characters discussing faith, free will, the ability to make their own choices, we now get to the apex apex of that story element where Kang says, cool, we're here. This is where you can dictate. I have done everything that I have done, whether you decide that I'm a villain or, or a hero or whatever or something gray in the middle. Everything I have done has been for the greater good. But these Lokis keep getting through. So here you go. I've got two Lokis in front of me. Someone's got to take my spot. You guys decide what happens next. And he opens up the door for that free will moment, at which point Sylvie fucks shit up. But they didn't make it through anything. If he's dictating what's going on, no, they're, they're, nobody's making it through anything. There are no actual obstacles. If it's destined to happen, it's destined to happen. Like, so, so could have made it destined to happen for literally anybody. But like, there was no destiny past the point that he stated. He brought in two people that had different emotional journeys and arcs and left that up to chance, at which point from there, the new story forms. Fine. Whatever, man. We're never going to see eye to eye on that. Like, just because a dude arbitrarily says, like, hey, there's 10 seconds left to expedite this, could doesn't mean it had to be them too. Just because that's a story they wrote doesn't mean that that's the inevitability, just because they put pen to paper. I mean, that's literally what that means. No. The writers created this. Writers could have done something. Like, there's, there's no reason for this story to exist. Like, if, if, if they didn't have it, if they didn't have any actual effect on anything here and they were just plucked and paved to come do this we could have started this like i don't give a fuck about their journey because they were predestined to be here like great you made it here great awesome everybody did everything in their power to make it so you got to this moment awesome yeah it definitely it just seems more like a luck of the draw kind of thing that it was those characters versus it could have literally been anyone else but just in the story it just happened to be those characters because no particular reason 
Like they could have put any characters in that position and been like, Hey, Avengers, let's get you all right in front of this guy. Yeah. And then yeah. you Captain guys have free will and right. stuff like that. Captain America okay. gets to be the arbiter of all this. Now I'm going to pave the way for Captain America to do this. But again, what is it? to me the problem here is you guys just don't like loki you excuse it for other things you refuse to excuse it for loki because you just said like oh yeah if it was captain america yeah i'd be fine with it so that's not that's, I, that's I didn't not say what that. i said i just say it could literally be anyone because if they didn't or actually like, possess anything that got them to this moment because they didn't have any free will and the way was paved for them who hmm. it was is irrelevant so then why why are you upset that it's loki because you don't I, like him that's no. it. Why tell this story at all? Because it's clearly a piece of a larger tapestry. Duh. You have the control of the tapestry. <laughs> right. They're, They're painting to tell us a long-term story over the next X number of years. This is a piece of that story. Yes, yeah. they have control of the tapestry. But again, you excuse this for other things. You refuse to excuse this here because you don't know where it's going. I... No, that's not, that's just not, that's not true. Then correct me. What am I wrong about? Where am I excusing it? I don't give a fuck about the story in Zelda. Do I give a fuck about the each individual story? Sure. How they branch together? Absolutely not. I couldn't give two shits about the timeline. Do but I have the book? you excuse it. Because you don't let it inhibit your ability to enjoy Zelda. But this is going to be like the, because that's not the basis of what is happening. This is now the basis of everything in this world now. You're you're actively choosing to ignore story of Zelda because you like enough about you like enough about it elsewhere, right? Like whether you whether you will want to talk about it or not, Breath of the Wild has a time travel story in it. You say you don't care about it and you like everything else about Breath of the Wild. Ergo, you're ignoring the time travel component of Zelda is excusing okay. it there. Same with like uh, again, I recognize, I, I know elements of this, right? Like Majora's Mask is literally like a time it's loop. It's a time, it's a time you're loop. okay with it because it's a time loop. But Majora's it's Mask only exists because it spins off of a splinter moment that happens in Ocarina. But each thing is, like, each thing is contained. Like, did they try to thread together a mishmash fucking timeline after the fact? Yes. Mm -hmm. Did they go into it with this 80 movie plan to have a time traveling multiverse to make all of this make sense? No, they just made so the game make it worse. No, because that means it's fucking irrelevant where this is central to the plot of everything that's going to be coming after it. And honestly, central to everything that predates it. Like since, since they didn't give a fuck about it, since they weren't thinking about that, because they were just making a, a video game they didn't have to chain those things together because they didn't. So they, they just created this fucking like, like duct tape, tissue paper fucking chain between all of these things to link them together, pun intended, when it didn't really need to be done. Whereas here they have a plan and this is an integral part of that plan and it's going to have wide reaching implications on everything to come. Like, do I have any expectation that in the next Zelda game, I'm going to travel back in time to Ocarina of Time Link and fuck up that story? No, because they, I don't. Could they? Maybe. Would that piss me off? Probably. Would I excuse it? Maybe. But like, it, it seems like when you already have a fantastical world full of, full of unlimited possibilities, 
resorting to time travel and multiverse to blow it up even further just muddies the water to a point where you can't see the floor. That's where I, it, I think it just overcomplicates everything when it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. You already have, an, like the universe is already infinite. You could do something with one universe and everything's just sequential and in, in, in vaguely sequential. But like, once you blow it up this far, it just seems to become untenable. But we don't know if it's going to be untenable yet. Sure, you're right, because it hasn't been written yet or hasn't been done yet. But it's, it's a lot. And now having an asshole in charge of a timeline that she could literally do whatever she wants. But I guess we can't touch that one finite time in this one finite timeline in this one multiverse because they've had a throwaway line in a movie that said they couldn't. Um, so outside of that, they can do anything they want. So to me, the, the line between excusable versus inexcusable still seems very thin. It's scale. But. The scale is what makes it excusable or inexcusable. And, again, and the, this, it's like, the impact this is a, it has. It's like a forest for the trees thing man like we don't know what's coming we have an idea we can make some assumptions we don't actually know it but but so but for before, this i think before it's... we continue i would like to give alexis a moment because she has been very patient <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think i'm i'm definitely as diehard as matt is about this but i do think it having these multiverses lessens my enjoyment of each character in each story we're going to see going forward I'm, not, I'm i'll just ignore the past the, the movies and things that we've already seen because it does open up that branch of like okay if a character that i like dies there's no value in that death anymore because they might just bring him back from another universe and then we'll just be watching them Correct. or if a Which story exactly and it's just going to be more and more of that. <laughs> and that's also why I don't like this Loki show is because literally a character I didn't like died, which made me happy. And it's all kind of being undone. And now there's more Lokis and who knows where they're going to go. Are they going to start showing back up and like normal MCU stuff? Great. Like I thought we were done with this, but now we're just kind of keep going. So double-edged sword bring back the characters I find annoying and could also just lessen the value of the characters that I like, like their death or their stories. And any plot things that happen too, it could just be like, oh, 10 movies then from now, they undo it because they have to go back to this other universe or they change this thing. So that whole story that you got into is now devalued as well. So even if they, you know, let's say like the, the MCU goal is that they're still just sticking in this one universe they're only going to have stories here. One, that's already been a lie because this Loki show just already disproves that because they've already jumped out of said universe and are mm -hmm. in a lot of stuff. Um, but if we start seeing influences from other universes, then like it'll be devaluing those stories and those characters as well as just probably throwing in confusion because I feel like that always turns out. I mean, 
yes, again, to the point, like it hasn't been done yet. So you can't say that it'll cause confusing storylines or something. Yes. Hmm. But I, I've, I don't so think I've ever seen like challenge of you. <laughs> but, but, uh, but well, no, you had, you had your chance. Let's, yeah. let's give it like the Alexis moment to be challenged by me. Um, <laughs> your, your argument is different, right? <laughs> like Matt's is like more of like an unwillingness to go along. And yours is more around the assumption that like, well, it seems like they're teeing it up to do more things that I dislike. So I'm not in it for the ride anymore, which is a slightly different approach, but one. And if they aren't teeing it up to do more things, then what's the fucking point? <laughs> well, so, I mean, we're clearly teeing shit up here. Mm -hmm. But more the idea, it's like, okay, cool. Uh, we've killed, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Thor. We kill we kill one Chris Hemsworth, and then we replace it with a Chris Hemsworth for um, another universe, so you still have Thor and, and yada yada. Like, we can use that as as an argument. But again, it's, a, it's an assumption of a thing. Mm -hmm. to occur that's upsetting you a little bit more am i correct yeah exactly so then i would ask you a, the similar question to what i asked matt it's it's like well if we've seen that through the, the course of the at least the infinity saga where there was very much a plan right like if we go through it phase one form the avengers we're leading up to the reveal of thanos great now it's like oh we've got this one arc and we can see that the the full picture of the future one number two we uh, phase two is all about collecting all those infinity stones and like, where are they and what are they? And can we learn more about them? Leads up to the Thanos intervention where he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. And three, great. Like we close out some story arcs. You get the final cap, you get the final Iron Man, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then the Thanos confrontation, right? It, we've got these cycles that we go through. Why do you personally lack the faith that this can have a similar cycle that allows us to move forward to two other things right like where does where does your erosion of faith come from because it's no longer linear it has too many branches we're not just following us like a story from like beginning middle end it's now beginning branch one branch two middle three more branches that you could go off of and intersect and end but we don't so, necessarily know that right you could still be following one linear story that hops across branches right like Yes. Uh, yeah, and then that's where it gets confusing. <laughs> you're like, great. What am I following now? This. Uh, I mean, you're still following the one narrative. Like, look. Uh, this, this, this is for both of you. Like, Kang is like a like a Thanos tier level threat. Um, you know. Yes, we've identified there are multiple Kangs. Right? Like which Kang? The, You've got the he who remains one right at the end of this one who's like, I'm bad, but I'm like the best version of a much worse thing. So sure, in other films, you might have, let's say like in, there's a, a Kang in Doctor Strange and a Kang in Ant-Man and a Kang in Fantastic Four. And you're seeing the different iterations of Kang. Sure. But from everything that Marvel has established that they've done in the past, and everything that they've told us about the future... There's only one thing here where they've ever said, yeah, we're going to fully deviate. And that's an animated TV show that they're just doing like the, it's the what if show where it's like, cool, we're going to give you a 30 minute animated TV show. What if Peggy Carter became Captain America instead of Steve Rogers? And then you get back to your movies, which still tell a through line through their phases. So the only real risk of like, sure, you, you could have like 
Nazi Thor is going to show up or, or, or whatever, right? The Thor from the evil universe, he's going to sh show up for a movie or something. But really, the only risk you have is like, which Kang am I looking at right now? Because it's the only thing that they've told us. Okay, but I mean, you're saying if they've already done A, why would they just not continue A? But now they've already introduced B. So then it's also logical to say like, why wouldn't they just branch out to B? So if they keep introducing new things, it's also a logical like viewpoint to say, they're not just going to continue what they've been doing because they're introducing new things to not continue what they've been doing. Sure, that's very fair. And I think it's also reasonable to say like, again, to be fair, people are getting fucking bored of superhero movies. Like, no way. You know, we didn't, we, we didn't, we're not doing an episode on it, but it's like, there's not a lot to talk about with Black Widow. Mediocre, mediocre. <laughs> so, okay, what's a pretty typical thing in, in superhero story? It's like the science fiction element. And this is a good way where it gives the, uh, one, it gives you uh, an overarching story. You've got a, a villain that we know has at least two variants. We've got the supreme evil one in one and the pretty shitty, but better than the other and the other. That's two. Yeah, probably more are going to show up. And if anything, that's like Jonathan Majors, like, good for you, man. Like, that's probably a good gig to have for your acting career. Um, but we we also ask Marvel to, or, or superhero in general uh, movie, we ask them to show us something new. And now we also don't want it. So it's like, what's what's the middle ground here? Do we keep just doing the same mediocre stuff and superhero movies just kind of cycle themselves to death until they stop being profitable? Like, yeah, I guess we could do that too. But I, I also am kind of like, I'm pushing you guys, like you both want to see something new and weird that challenges you and breaks your expectations that Never you can't that. predict, <laughs> that you don't just go in and like, this is cookie cutter nonsense. This opens the door to at least try something new. For me, it's not necessarily what's to come. It's what has already happened that bothers me. Yeah, for me, it's more of the what's to come. And I don't know, I'm just, I'm losing interest as it keeps like multiplying as well as part of it. Like, I honestly have never had a problem where they're like, hey, these are the Spider-Man movies with this one person. And now we're just going to stop and then redo it kind of thing. And but just have like different characters, different stories and stuff like that. Or, hey, here's the Batman movies. Let's kind of redo it like that. I feel like Marvel is definitely trying to change that now and be like, well, let's not just like stop these character stories and like kind of redo them. Let's like keep it going and never have it end, which is a lot. And I don't know if I'm dedicated to that amount <laughs> of commitment to that universe. Um, I think that's fair. But the yeah, amount of things to pay attention to is only going to scale up. I think that that's that's fair. And it's already right. and it's already a lot. And yeah, it's like I mean to you know even Matt can't. I mean, other than knowing that one guy tried to get money to get a tuna fish sandwich, right, or something from that, like can't remember all the details from these movies that need to be interconnected and need to be known. So the more and more and more we do this, like it's going to be like a full-time job to remember what's happening in these movies, who you need to know, what you need to look at. And that's just 
more than I think I want to get into for just media entertainment. <laughs> I don't totally know that I agree. I, I do agree in elements. I feel like when you get to your crossover movies, Marvel's done like a decent job of introducing a character enough that if you didn't see the five other movies with the character, you, you can be okay. Right? Like, but if, yeah, but especially if we're doing this, like you kind of need to be, kind of need to be more than like, oh, that was a fun ride. Like, why? If we're, if we're trying to do like actual conversations about the actual interconnectedness of everything, it's it's like, I don't know. Right, us. I was us talking about literal, literal, literal. Yes. But I think, I think generally speaking, if there there came a moment like, Alexis, if you never see Black Widow, I think you'll be okay. If anyone from that movie shows up in another property that you do watch. Okay. And even like even Thanos, like Infinity War. If you didn't see Thanos in the five other movies, Infinity War does introduce him in full. And they mm -hmm. have full-on conversations about who he is because there was always a character who like didn't know who he was. So that was kind of the lens that they could do to say like, great, you didn't see the other thing. Like, yeah, the full tapestry, it's these 22 movies, but also like you guys didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which added elements to it and, and nothing, even when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had minor impact on the films, you not watching the show did not detract. So I'm with you. And I think- uh, That's the thing, it may, have, it, may, it may have detracted and we don't, we don't know. I promise you it didn't. <laughs> Then in this then in this situation it didn't. But there's no way of knowing that that's going to be the situation moving forward. Like if you didn't watch Loki, the TV show, and then went into like multiverses of madness, would that make sense? Because I imagine those two things, you know, are linked in some sort of way due to multiverses and due to Marvel. Like, can you say the same now in terms of how intrinsically related these two things, like TV and, and film, are going to be moving forward? Can't Once again, seen it. we don't know yet. Um, and, like, and to be fair, if you go into that movie and it does a shitty job of it, like that's something to hold the film accountable to. Absolutely. I'm, I would never argue that in the same way that you and I have had that conversation around like my knowledge of things of comics outside of these movies shouldn't be required to enjoying them. Right? Like, yeah, they never explicitly said the name Kang, but you didn't need to know his name, his actual name. You don't even know his real name. You don't know any other name he's ever had. Like that stuff like didn't matter to know what the character was trying to accomplish in the scene itself, right? And theoretically, if I didn't know comics, they give you enough of a, like an, an end scene tease that it's like, okay, cool. Uh, it's like in Lost when they didn't name Jacob or the man in black or something. And you just had to be like, who is this person? Um, I know you didn't see that. So it's not a great, I did not. No, it's not but a great it's reference, fine. but. I don't know. It'd be like if a Zelda game ended. Well, we like don't a need tease to. of a new villain. You'd be like, who's the new villain? OMG. Is no, it it's Ganondorf game? again. <laughs> um, so, look. We didn't talk at all about the notes in the episode, and I don't think we have to. Because I, I took notes because I was prepared to argue with you two. <laughs> um, what I would say is... To paraphrase, he who remains, I prepared for X a percent of this conversation, and then there was a point that I knew the conversation would change. 
So, Matt, to you, I propose. We're this is what we're fucking in for now, man. This is this is it. This is it's timelines, it's multiverse, it's all the stuff that you will excuse elsewhere, but you won't excuse here. Jesus fucking Christ. It's still a scale thing that I feel like you're just not getting, and that's fine. Because the scale doesn't exist yet. It's all theoretical with you. Like it's, but the, it's, the it's scale what you're of, presented with versus what's in your head. And I can't do anything about what's in your head. But the scale of a multiverse is not theoretical. The scale of a multiverse is infinite. It just yeah, is. And you've had enough time in other forms of media to acclimate. To, like, yeah, watch Rick and Morty, man. There's the, the whole thing is councils of Rick's. You've got your evil Morty now that's like yeah. appearing once per season. Like, you're used to a multiverse scale. I'm not saying I don't know that like the concept is a thing, but that doesn't mean I like it. it just means. But it again, exists. it's like you'll put up with it elsewhere, and you won't put up with it here. And I'm not gonna put up with like thirty more fucking episodes of being the only person to even remotely enjoy this. Okay. So now's your chance to kill the show. If this is not something you will put up with let's just call it and, and this is the last episode of the podcast hmm. i'm giving you an out i'm giving you a no no hurt feelings i'm gonna still watch the shows the producer likes them i can talk about my theories with her our other friend that's also named matt likes them i can talk about it with him i don't need you man i like talking to you but i don't need you so if you want to tank the show now's the time because this is this is it. The every other movie, what's next? Eternals, Spider-Man, Shang-Chi, I guess it's not. I don't know. Shang-Chi might have something. Uh Ant-Man. Ant-Man's literally called Quantum Mania. And Jonathan Majors has been confirmed as appearing in that movie. I don't know who that is. The actor who plays Kang. Got it. So Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. You'd have to do an episode about that. Ant-Man Quantum Mania with another variant of Kang, and we don't know which variant of Kang it's gonna appear. Like Oh god damn. This one's I'm 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 being real with you, man. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna force you to sit here and do something you don't enjoy. And I also don't want to force me to have to constantly fight with you about this shit if you don't want to do it. So it's your call. Like now, I, I'm, why were you okay fighting with me but... for 25 episodes, but now you don't like fighting with me for some reason? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm fine with you because uh, in all of the other stuff, because like, again, when we watched uh, so much of what we watched was we, we didn't have to wait through it, which I think is part of your frustration, which I know about you. I know you prefer to like binge watch things more than you like to watch things. Correct. Uh, piecemeal. I hate that. We, one, there's no option. This is piecemeal forever. And two, it's dealing with something you don't like. So at least before, when it was like, okay, I know what I'm leaning, I'm I'm getting you to the Avengers movie. So all, or sorry, the, the Infinity War movie. All I got to do is get you ready to talk about stones. Now, I think it, it's it's so it's the same gambit, right? Like you can say you don't want to do the show anymore. When we got to Infinity War, you loved it. You did. Yeah. You were very happy with it. You you were emotional. You were mm -hmm. like, oh my god. What's yeah. going to happen? And you liked the end of the story. Not everything about it, but you did generally no, it was like fine. It was generally fine. So there is, in the same way, there is a chance that by the time we get to the end of this shit, you might, you might change your mind. You might like it. You might be like, you know what? Sure. Kang was a cool villain, but 
I'll which one, only though? go down this road with which, you. Which Kang will be the cool one? To it. Which one of the which infinite Kang Kangs the cool will be one? the cool one? Yeah. I mean, that's that's I a real can, question. Is which one of them is really going to be the cool one? I can use my comic knowledge and tell you what I think because I know a little bit about different versions of Kang. But how like do you know it could be that one? There's literally infinite Kangs. It could be anybody. I mean, I'm going to start with what I know. And what I know is one, uh, one, two, three, four, five variants. I'm aware of five, five variants that have appeared in the comics before. But theoretically, every combination, like there are infinite variants of me if there are infinite multiverses. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, why not? Okay. So... So I'm saying you're saying I could be talking to a cooler version of you that I would like more. Assuredly, yes. <laughs> That's an obvious possibility. Yeah, I don't know. I I'll fucking keep doing it, but like we'll see. Like I just it's it's hard to care. It's hard to care when you know you can just go back and change it, but you can't because they had that one line. Okay. Yes. Everything that's happened, we're not changing it. It happened. It is what it is. There is no changing it. Sure. Like the next the next thing that's happening, maybe maybe this will will push you over the edge. The next Marvel thing is called What If, as I mentioned. Oh, that's an animated see, TV show. That I'm actually okay with. That's okay. all just like bullshit, whatever. Like, because none of it has any impact on anything. That's what I've been saying here. It's like the 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 contained capsulated things are fine like if they oh what if everybody's a zombie fine go fucking nuts it has no far-reaching implications mm -hmm. it's, it's the implications both like future and retroactive that bother me so much about this there are no retroactive implications whatsoever that's the one line that's what i could give you man like what's but done that, is done there's but that no retroactive implications. But here. that can't be true. Because they already changed shit in the past. Like in doing this show, things have changed. Like people have been plucked prior to like endgame. Like like the the like the, the, the like the, anybody that got plucked off the street after like Loki showed up. I I, I if you're plucking, like if you're saying anything that happened happened, then anything prior to that moment in that entire timeline is set in stone. But it wasn't because they went back to Ohio in 1980. So it's like, then it's not. Like, no. The stuff around that specific bubble of the end of end, like the bubble of Endgame is the only untouchable in this timeline? No, 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 no. I I will commit to you right now and if I'm wrong you can fucking castrate me or whatever like I don't care you can you can throw me off a off a building no retroactive changes everything that happened happened everything that's happening is happening we're not changing the past we're splitting we're diverging yes but what happened happened that's the the only rule of time travel that they gave us was that it, it's that it, the, the time travel paradox, right? It's like, well, if I change the future, there's no future iteration of me to go back in time. So that's why they're saying, no, it's a separate branch. 
you've got the one sacred timeline that we've been doing, but there's a branch. So nothing that you've seen is changing. No retroactive changes. You can only branch. Fine. Fine. It means you got to give me less of a hard time in these future fucking episodes. I absolutely will not. I think this whole thing is fucking stupid. So, so Matt, are you not concerned about the future? You're just more concerned about the past? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm concerned about both. I think it's going to get overly complex moving forward. Like, I mean, they're obviously going to have to not make it complex in order for everybody to be able to follow it. But like, then if it's not complex, it seems dumb because now infinity is available. So it's like, it's like it needs to be complex to be... To, to fit with multiverses being a thing, but it can't be complex so that people will actually go watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. So they're in this weird, like ethereal middle ground where they're kind of damned if they do, damned if they don't. They really just need to lay a lot of rules out, I think would be a big part of it. <laughs> but right now they literally were just like, no, free will. So everything goes. There's like anything could happen. Also because he... Just because he discovered that you could, he discovered multiverses and that you could travel between them. How did that give him ownership of the timeline? Like how, like multiverses, yeah. Multiverses don't necessarily mean you can travel through time. Just means you can travel through multiverses. Uh, in his explanation, he, he does go over how they built the, all the temp pads and all the stuff. He does say that like, as part of what the various Kangs did in sharing resources. Um, I don't want to do too much comic book shit because I want to lean on what the mov- the movies and TV shows present. I will say that. Is it just hand Sylvia Tim Tam and she's off to the races? It's more that I think Kang, uh, I really, really like Kang as a character and I always have. And that's why I was like, oh, if they're doing him, like this opens up like a bunch of interesting things, blah, 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 blah. Um, one of the things that I like about Kang is because he is historically a time traveler, he does have connections with characters. Um, character, like popular characters, known known characters, like Tony Stark would have been one of them, um, but he, he, as far as we know, is, is dead, and Robert Downey Jr. just apparently uh, unfollowed literally every single Marvel actor that he's ever worked with, and, and like privatizes Instagram or something. I don't know. There was, there was something about Robert Downey Jr. making a big show of it, of like not Ooh. working with Marvel anymore. So okay. I feel like we're okay there. Um, there's other characters that like, you know, Marvel tried to do something with the Immortals as a TV show and that, that tanked and Kang had some relationship with them. Then there's other characters that you do know and that I assume will show up that Kang has had some kind of interaction or relationship with historically in the comic books. So what I would say is like the reason why the Kang stuff is interesting to me is like, yeah, you might get one movie where you've got like Kang one, you got the next one, Kang two, Kang three, etc. cetera. Um, which again, is interesting to me, but it's less interesting to you. I think that when we look at like the uh, first few phases of Marvel, we're looking at like, well, where were the infinity stones? Okay, the infinity stone has been introduced. What does it do? Why does it do it? Why is that important for me to know? I think, I think Kang is kind of the new infinity stone. I could be wrong. We might just get angry, evil Kang the Conqueror. But that would be, if I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen, 
I think this next phase is going to be about figuring out the legacies. So that's like new Black Widow, new Captain America, um, new Hawkeye, et cetera. So that you have whoever your new crop of Avengers is. So that the part two of this is bringing those Avengers together to defeat the, 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 the Kang, the, the most supreme Kang. But that means you're going to get like, who's the rickest Rick, right? It's like, who's the Kangest Kang? So you are running into the danger of having to see Jonathan Major show up and be like, okay, which one am I watching? Which I think is interesting to some and not interesting to others. So I'm letting you tank the show now if you want. Did you say they're introducing a new Black Widow? They did. Oh, jeez. That was the Black Widow movie that you didn't see. It's Florence Pugh. Midsummer. Little women. That was just one thing personally I was hoping they weren't just going to do is just recycle characters with new actors because there's so many like comic book characters. They could just introduce new ones when people die off. So instead if they're just literally instead replacing of doing the, the legacy thing. Yeah. With I wouldn't like, mind it for like one character, but like if they're starting to do this with more and more characters, that's just kind of then I got some bad news for you too. Because that's <sighs> A hundred percent the trend we're seeing yeah. between Captain America. Uh, yeah, and that and that's part and of this. why I also don't like this multiverse thing because it introduces more and more opportunity for that, not so much legacy and like people's own storylines, but they could just come in and replace them from well, another multiverse, the, which could the be legacy a legacy thing. thing. Or is like, at some point, Chris Evans is going to stop making the movie, so you let Anthony Mackie make the next one. Like at some point, you lose. Or Scarlet, just stop so that Florence. character and say like, hey, let's introduce this new character that we haven't put in these movies before, but has comic books about them and we can adapt them and introduce new things. I find that a lot more enjoyable than just fitting a new actor into the fold. I think it's going to be a little bit of a while before there's like an overlap period that I think it's pretty obvious they're trying to do. Where you can get, no one knows who the fuck Shang-Chi is, the Eternals, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. I'm trying to think of other ones that I know are people who have been cast. To get people to give a shit about Moon Knight, outside of the fact that it's Oscar Isaac and Oscar Isaac is a delightful human, you're, you're going to need uh, him to be alongside the familiar. So I guess maybe maybe I should give the button to you, Alexis. Do you want to hit the button that says we're done with this show now? Because Matt was like, fine, I'll do it. Even though I think he's going to have the harder time. So you're, you're sorry, I'm, I'm going to go with gender roles. Matt is Sylvie and, and Alexis is Loki. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Matt's face is just great for that. That was really... <laughs> well, actually, that means Matt would have tanked the show. So I guess Matt is Loki because Matt Matt's changed. Matt has shown us he's willing to go along with this ride. So you can be you can be Sylvie and you can just fucking stab me and we can we can end the show here. I'll I'm giving you both of the options. Are you just talking about this podcast show or the show in general or this entire podcast? podcast. Yeah, you can you can end the podcast. This is gonna be the last episode right now. It is up to you. Because Matt, Matt said he'll he'll suffer through, even though I don't want him to suffer, because I love him very much. 
I mean, regardless, you, I I'm, less, I'm, so I'm not going to stop watching all Marvel things regardless. So, yeah, I mean, we'll keep going through with this. Um, I want to try and see where they go and maybe be surprised and stuff like that. But I'm just not excited for this next phase. Let's just say that. That's how I'm starting it off. But I'm not ruling it out completely either. But I, I need you to be nicer to me because Matt won't be. <laughs> I will I give it a chance, and if they, if my mind has changed, then you can say, "Boo-hoo, Alexis, bad on you." How about that? Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo, bad on you. Bad on you. That's what people say, right? That's how people end conversations. They say, I'm pretty sure. Bad on you. <laughs> pretty sure that's what they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll keep watching the stuff. I I honestly think part of my thing too is, I mean, I have a hard time with TV shows in general. So these Marvel TV shows have been rough for me. I'm usually much more, or I usually enjoy the movies a lot more. (laughs) These have been unpleasant. Um, Yeah. Which like, I mean, it's not just Marvel. Kind of like WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah, It was fine. Um, I just, outside of Marvel, outside of this, I just am not a huge TV show fan because I don't like the structure of them. So just adding that into all of the, the background that I think we've seen here, it's just not been a good combination for me. But once I start watching more of the movies, I will probably be more accepting and appreciative of where they're trying to go, potentially. I'll give them that benefit of the doubt. Let me confirm, just Alexis. Do you hate Kang? Do you hate the idea of Kang? The the the, the whole variant villain. The the I'm gonna go see a movie and I don't know which which version of Kang is that is that a is that a concept that you hate as much as as Matt does? Yeah, it's essentially because that's like going to be this new Loki, which is my problem. Oh, Loki's dead. Oh wait, no, there's a new one. Great. So it could be that potential, unless I really like Kang and his different variants or something, which they could make his character really enjoyable, and then I won't care. If it's like new, very different ones coming back and there's some interconnectedness, but I just, this is, it's the opposite of what I wanted to have, which is another character that just can keep dying and coming back and then just being annoying and keep fucking shit up and then dying and coming back. What was your take on what, I I don't know how we want to look at it, but like, what was your take on the, the, the variant of Kang that we saw in this episode, who's doing the whole, like, I'm doing something that is bad. You're right, but I'm doing it because... I'm, it, uh, this is the best version of a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, it seems fine. I mean, we we only yeah. saw him for what less than five minutes and <laughs> had that one kind of like conversation or something. Maybe it was like ten minutes or something I like think that. It was like a bit more than that, but yeah. Really, I don't know. I can't tell time. Time's confusing, which is why adding all this time travel is confusing. Um, and Matt, how about you? I don't think we actually like. Speaking explicitly about the the version of this character that appeared in this episode, what was your take on his his character, his performance, his rationale, his whatever? What what was your? I don't think we actually clarified it's how fine. you feel about it. It's just another it's just another Thanos thing. Oh, I'm, I'm doing, doing a, I'm do, doing a really bad thing, but for the good of everybody. Okay, fine, but only this one. Because assumedly there are right there are people there are other ones that are going to be shitty and then we deal with oh what about 
maybe we get alternate universe multiverse Thanos because he multi he exists in every universe and whatever. Uh, I don't recall. What were either of your takes on on that? The I think I think we probably just glanced over it. In Infinity War, when Doctor Strange did his all, I looked into millions of other times. So fucking dumb. Was that your take? On, I don't remember. What yeah, I, and oh, I saw it was like it wasn't even that he saw timelines. He was talking about that he saw like fourteen million possibilities or whatever, or fourteen million realities, and this is the only one where they win or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's assuming that the exact same thing is happening in every reality, and that there were only like fourteen million of them. Which means there were, I mean, it couldn't have been the exact same thing. It would have to be 14 million iterations of it, but. He has 14 million futures. Right. That's what he said, which is confusing too. Oh, sorry. It was future. So it's not even taking into account multiverses. It's just saying. So that would have, well, that would have been your branching into the multiverses though at the time. No. If he flashed forward and saw how this could go in all of these different ways, that was, that's their explanation of like nexus events and how time branches off into other things. Yeah, but I don't see I don't see time branching as a are we treating those as multiverses as well? I think we are essentially supposed to look at them as inherently one and the same. That a, a branch coming out of a branch coming out of timeline one is the creation of another multiverse in the same way that like I'm driving down the street, I turn left, I turn right. Well, there's one universe where I went left and there's one universe where I went right, went right. I think I think we're looking at these as one one singular approach. All right. Not in, uh, inherently not including, I guess, I'm going back in time and hanging out in an apocalypse event because that's so chaotic a branch couldn't go from it. But All right. All right. So Alexis didn't kill the show. Matt, you have one one more chance I why are you why alexis, are you giving it back to me How alexis you? is going to watch these things regardless so you know what if we don't do this if, I, if I said if, if i said i'm not going to and she says she's not going to what do you do you're the other person here oh i'm watching this shit regardless like that's I not said, what I, I, that's not what i asked i've got a producer and, and, and another friend not at all what i asked what are you asking you asked us if we're going to kill it here's your opportunity no i'm not killing it okay I'm fine. I'm fine with all of this shit. And this is literally the only this is the only uh, like creative hobby I have left. <laughs> that sounds sadder than I intended it to be. Um, when I created Multiversity, like I don't do any of that stuff. I, I don't write reviews. I don't do commentary because I can't stand, stand doing that stuff. Um, this is yeah, this is, this is my last podcast. So um, I'm, I'm happy to keep doing it, but I'm not happy to make you guys suffer. So like Alexis is like, oh, I'm going to watch this shit anyway. So it's like, cool, if we killed the podcast, she'd just watch it on her own time. But great, it means I would I would be like, Alexis, have you seen the thing yet? And she'd be like, new phone, who dis? Um, versus you, if it weren't for Alexis and I, you you probably would just be like, no, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't watch any of this. Yeah. So we kind of, we, we drag you. Accurate. That's an accurate. But then you come on the show and drag me. So it... there you go. So, so yeah, that's that's 
your one your one last chance to hit the, the doomsday button. No, I guess we're fucking in it. Great. Glad we're so happy to, to be doing this together. I mean, <laughs> none of I I had no piece of this in its creation. So if there's anybody to blame, it's you two fuckers. Yeah, yeah, but that's why we're also saying like, yeah, if you want, yeah, if you want out, take take your out, baby. Maybe Alexis and I will continue to do the show by ourselves, and we'll get a puppet that I'll I'll do the voice of the puppet. And I'll I'll just be like, well, I think multiverses are really great. I feel like, like we can kind of predict what Matt would say most. Of already, stuff. Know, <laughs> yeah, we've done this enough that you kind of know where I'm going with most of this. It's just a matter of will you? I think this sucks. Will uh-huh. you deliberately make up some esoteric Hootie and the Blowfish reference when it comes to pass? That's the hard part to replace. That's, that's, that's what the, we can't um, get the AI to do. You can't you can't roll that beautiful bean footage on that. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, okay. Then I guess uh, after this rousing debate, we will see the all of our thousands of internet fans again in August. Hold on. What is? Huh. Yes. <clears throat> Marvel just had a big meeting about MCU's rules of the multiverse. Kevin, what's his face? I had a meeting this morning with the whole broad Marvel Studios team about going through the multiverse and the rules of the multiverse and exactly how to really deliver on the excitement surrounding the multiverse. Has there been a more useless phrase that has ever been uttered by a person? We sat in a room and talked about a thing. Thanks, Kev. But he wanted rules. So they and all they said is maybe we need a big whiteboard if I'm reading the <laughs> same article. <laughs> Correct. We really, oh, we great. really got we really got to wireframe this shit out, guys. Well, I didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> but that's also what you <clears throat> want. No, it's 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 just a funny statement. I mean, yeah, but you also wanted rules. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's less interesting if they're just like. Hi, our next movie is us explaining a whiteboard to you. I think that would fucking suck. Uh, but at least you could feel confident in being like, okay, there's, we know there's a plan and we know there are rules. So the, the, the thing is just like, what is the plan and what are the rules? Does that make you feel better? No. All right. That was a bit more of a grungy version of you than normal. Yeah. You can say no if you'd like. No. No. <laughs>